0: Welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining in today as we continue the Holy Spirit, His Fruit, His Guidance, His Power, Part 2. In this new series, we will see how the Holy Spirit, the third member of the triune God, makes the power and the promises of God experiential in the life of every believer. All that God has said, all that God has promised, all that he has granted and given and graced us with, all of this works only when we're fully connected to the one source of enabling. I want to stress, please listen to the whole series. If you did not hear part one, go back and check that out first. Now today let me begin by addressing the most common issue when we talk about the Holy Spirit. Our text is coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verses 1 through 19. And it reads, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, okay? All right, so verse one, let love be your highest goal, but also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the gift of prophecy. For if your gift is the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking to God, but not to people since they won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will be mysterious. But one who prophesies is helping others grow in the Lord, encouraging and comforting them. A person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally in the Lord, But one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. I wish, we have verse 5, I wish you had all the gift of, I wish you all had the gift of speaking in tongues. let me say that again. Verse 5, I wish you all had the gift of speaking in tongues, but even more, I wish you were able to prophesy. For prophecy is a greater and more useful gift than speaking in tongues unless someone interprets what you are saying so that the whole church can get some good out of it. Dear brothers and sisters, if I should come to you talking in an unknown language, how would that help you? But if I bring you some revelation or special knowledge or some prophecy or some teaching, That is what will help you. Even musical instruments like the flute or the harp, though they are lifeless, are examples of the need for speaking in plain language. For no one will recognize the melody unless the notes are played clearly. And if the bugler doesn't sound a clear call, how will the soldiers know they are being called to battle? And it's the same for you. If you talk to people in a language they don't understand, how will they know what you mean? You might as well be talking to an empty room. There are so many different languages in the world, and all are excellent for those who understand them. But to me, they mean nothing. I will not understand people who speak those languages, and they will not understand me. Since you are so eager to have spiritual gifts, ask God for those who will be of real help to the whole church. So anyone who has the gift of speaking in tongues should pray also for the gift of interpretation in order to tell people plainly what has been said. For if I pray in tongues, my spirit is praying, but I don't understand what I am saying. Well then, what shall I do? I will both I will do both. Let me read that again, verse 15. Well then, what shall I do? I will do both. I will pray in the spirit and I will pray in words I understand. I will sing in the spirit and I will sing in words I understand. For if you praise God only in the spirit, how can those who don't understand you praise God along with you? How can they join you in giving thanks when they don't understand what you are saying? You will be giving thanks very nicely, no doubt, but it doesn't help the other people present. I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you, but in a church meeting, I would much rather speak five understandable words that will help others than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Praise the Lord. So that was 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verses 1 through 19. So we're talking about the gift of the Holy Spirit uh, speaking in tongues. What is speaking in tongues? That's the the most common issue that comes up when we're talking about the Holy Spirit. What is speaking in tongues? Well, there are two types of tongues. Today, we're going to talk about the first one. The first one is speaking in tongues to someone in a language they can understand and it's not your primary language this is called the gift of tongues in other words you didn't even know this this language but God it was an unknown language to you but God has given you the gift of tongues this is what happened on the day of Pentecost on the day of Pentecost the people literally spoke in other languages all nationalities there recognized their own language being spoken. The people were surprised to hear the apostles and other believers; those, all those who had been up there in that other upper room, come out and they they hear these believers speaking in languages other than their own. The other. Speaking in tongues is different, and we're going to cover that next time. So the first thing we need to understand is context. The Apostle Paul is writing to a church in Corinth that is very disorganized, and he is addressing them. He's telling them the correct way to do things. This, he's, he, what he's trying to emphasize is because they were so disorganized, this is how you should conduct yourselves in public ministry. In other words, when there's a church meeting. The first point, he is addressing public ministry within the church. Second, the gift of speaking in tongues was a concern of the Corinthian church. Because the use of the gift had caused disorder in worship, in the worship. Speaking in tongues is a legitimate gift of the Holy Spirit. But in in this context, some of the believers were using it as a sign of spiritual superiority, which, you know, is not right. So Paul is addressing that that speaking in an unknown, speaking in unknown tongues, this whole message, you know, coming up speaking in unknown tongues, you know, the whole message was not helpful because the believers didn't understand what was being said. And people who were unbelievers thought that the people speaking in tongues were crazy. So having said that, The pastor or whoever is speaking should not come up and try to teach or preach the message in tongues. Paul is not saying don't ever under any circumstances go and speak in in tongues during the service. He says that when someone has a word from the Lord, they have a tongue, they have a message that at the most two or three should speak one at a time, and someone must interpret. If there is no interpreter, the speaker should keep quiet in the church and speak to himself and God. Paul makes clear several points about the gift of speaking in tongues. And Again, this is the gift of speaking in tongues. Number one, it is a gift from God. Number two, It is a desirable gift, even though it is is not a requirement of faith. And you can go and read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 28 through 31. Okay, that's, that's your homework. Go read 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Okay, number three. Preaching and teaching in a language, you you should preach and teach in a language people understand, and Paul is saying that is more important, and he's also saying that he himself speaks in tongues, but he's stressing that the preaching, preaching and teaching in a language that people understand is more important. More because it's more uh beneficial. It benefits the whole church. Everybody can understand what you're saying. Public worship must be understandable and edifying to the whole church. So pastors or teachers must teach or speak in a language that believers can understand. I hope this makes sense to you. Okay, here are a few takeaways. Our experiences should never contradict the word of God. That's the first thing. When we when we come together to have church, it should never our experiences should never contradict the word of God. Our experiences must line up with the Bible, okay? Whatever your view on tongues is or whatever your view on tongues it does not affect salvation. Some people, or not some people, some churches believe that every person should be able to speak in tongues, and that's why I'm coming from First um, Corinthians chapter fourteen, and and I read the whole thing. But also, because the scriptures there tell us that it's a gift, there's the gift of speaking in tongues. But again, um, we have to go and look at First Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. If you go and read that, it will let you know that everybody does not, every believer does not have the gift of speaking in tongues. Some churches believe that you need to speak in tongues in order to be saved. No, you are saved by grace through real faith in Jesus Christ. Read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. And let me go back right quick. Some churches believe that every person should be able to speak in tongues. Go back and read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11. All right. Moving on. Some say they can't control what happens when the Holy Spirit is moving. They talk about catching the Holy Spirit. Go back and read Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Cause one of the things the spirit it talks about the fruit of the spirit is having self control. So these people who saying that they can't control what happens, they just you know wild out or something. Um, scriptures say otherwise. Scriptures say that the fruit of the spirit is self control. Go read Galatians chapter five verse twenty two. All right. When you go back, when you have time, go back and read these scriptures. And remember, what I talked about today is this is regarding public ministries. This is when we come together to have church. And the gift of speaking in tongues is in operation. We'll talk about the other tongues next week. So come back next week as we go deeper into the Holy Spirit, his fruit, his guidance, his power. Right now, we're just trying to um, lay down some uh, foundation, some understanding, so that we're all on the same page. All right, if you have enjoyed this episode, give me a thumbs up. Also, click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. Until next time, be blessed.